0: welcome everybody today as we introduce a new series and this new series i entitled the judas generation why do i call it the judas generation well the life of judas iscariot is what i'm talking about judas iscariot he was a traitor he was a thief made wealthy by pilfering off of jesus and other people he was called the son of perdition the son of lawlessness okay and What I'm talking about, a Judas generation will be seen coming forth in the last days. Judas generation will be seen in both a secular world, as well as in the religious and Christian world. And they're going to be setting a new normal to live by, where you betray, sell out, where you can sell out one's own country, get rid of the Bible, sacrifice truth for far more than just 30 pieces of silver okay that is the judas generation so what we have coming about in this judas generation that we'll be seeing we're seeing it today play out we see it play out in what is called cancel culture critical race theory corporate wokeness social justice warriors, where you have to burn down the system and you got to build it back and better with a bunch of lies. The Judas generation is first seen in the secular world through leaders that are hell-bent to destroy everything and will slowly take over all areas of culture, finance, and education, arts. They want to redefine the family. They want to take over religion, business, science, military, and government. All those things influence culture. And they know if they take control of that, they can influence culture. And that's what we're seeing. George Orwell wrote in Inside the Well, and I quote, Almost certainly we are moving into an age of totalitarian dictatorships, an age in which freedom of thought will be at first a deadly sin and later on a meaningless abstraction. The autonomous individual is going to be stamped out of existence. And who are these people? These are the great merchants and leading men of the earth with a psychopathic drive for total control of all aspects of your life. They know better how to live your life more than you do. One of them famously says, is Klaus Schwab, one will own nothing and be happy about it. You got to understand that's an idea of the Judas generation. Judas wanted all the income and they want it too. They want to own the entire world that God owned. And they want to be their own gods. They're psychopathic. They think they really are. They want to remove God's standards just as Satan seeks to be done on earth. Satan wants, to, he's the God of this world. He is doing this and moving human beings to become the great men and merchants of the earth in order to bring about a Judas generation. Okay. To get there, they first need to flip the world away from freedom that Christ brings okay now a lot of people say are you oh christianity is oppressive well there are oppressive elements in there but i suggest that you get away from mankean gnostic determinism of hyper calvinism and get away from the hyper arminians and get away from some of this stuff the the i call them the browbeaters nitpickers now that some of these folks can be the best on heretic hunters you've ever seen but they have a tendency to slaughter the innocent with the guilty okay and so through their antics and their legalism and, and so forth etc it turns a lot of people off but let me tell you what true christianity is what is christianity it says in isaiah chapter one it says god says come let us reason together so this is, this is this is what christianity is guilty of it's guilty of giving you a choice when before you had none we tell you the truth We tell you the gospel of Christ, and you're free to accept it or free to reject it. We don't cram it down your throat. We don't drag you off the church and make you go to church, okay? We don't censor you. We let you speak if you want to talk trash. We let you talk trash. We believe in grace. So get over it. Get over it. We're not totalitarian dictatorships. You're being brainwashed to think Christianity is something that it is not. We tell you the truth of Jesus Christ, and we we expose the nature of your soul that you ain't all that, you ain't all good, you ain't all perfect. Especially if you're a Satanist, especially if you're a Luciferian, especially if, if you think that you can save the world and save the planet, your arrogant pride is exposed. I mean, you want to take our rights away. You want to take everything we own away. You're attacking free speech. You're attacking everything like that. Now, people say, what about the alphabet marriages where where two letters of the the alphabet genders want to get married? Well, We got to do that. We got to force the church to do that. Well, I want to tell you why we can't marry two letter genders of the same letters. Because we will place a curse on you by God. Because God says, no, we have standards. We'll say that it's wrong. If you want to live that lifestyle, we'll go right ahead. But don't force your morality on me. Don't force me to change. I'm not doing any damage to you. Shut up. I haven't seen the stuff you are, are, are talking about, how evil the Christian church is. Now, I'm not saying there aren't evil Christians out there who, who uh, abuse stuff, but they're few and far between. They really are. Us Christians have a live and let live attitude. If you want to live in that lifestyle, go right ahead and be happy about it. Go to the justice of the peace, but don't force us to curse you. We're not the ones taking away your rights to bake a cake or not to bake a cake. Okay. We are not taking anything from you. Okay. God says, even this is what God says about it. He'll turn you over to do those things. He'll let you do it. Okay? All we can do is warn you what will happen. And if you don't like the warning, you can turn off and go la, 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 and walk away. But at least you've been warned. Uh, but the Christian church is not going to bow its knee and put a curse on you. I will not do that. And I don't think any minister should should do that, put two alphabet genders together, and put a curse on you. Okay? You know, we respect you. Why don't you respect us? Leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. Hallelujah. Live at peace. Live and let live. But you can't. You militants can't. You're not tolerant, nor are you loving, nor are you kind. The same things you 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 accuse us being, you are far worse. Hallelujah. You need Jesus, you need to repent and let Him change your life. Hallelujah. Now I got off on that rabbit trail. (laughs) Okay hope i said that tactfully i might have to edit this part out if i don't get taken off of youtube for that now, we live in a strange world my god we live in a strange world we can't even speak the truth we can't even voice our own opinion man this is insane because why the world's elites want to produce what is called mass psychosis into the mix okay in order to flip the world into a utopic dystopia a utopia for the world's elite and dystopia for everybody else they have to produce what is called mass psychosis and what is mass psychosis mass psychosis is an epidemic of madness that happens when the majority of people in a society loses touch with reality and descends into a world of delusions brought on by the world's elite who are bombarding us through social media so forth etc to conform conform And I'll tell you how all this works in just a minute. This is not science fiction. Every totalitarian state in the world, every regime has used the same means, tried and true means. It took uh, over a little over 70 years before the Soviet Union collapsed. This stuff doesn't work. Psychopathic narcissism doesn't work by a controlling elite okay and never has and never will okay so so they they want to control society they know people are not going to take it so they need to produce a mass psychosis an epidemic of madness to inflict upon the majority of people in order to flip the world into a, a totalitarian state of obedient serfs in fact carl jung And people get mad at me. Why are you quoting uh, secular people and psychologists and and, and people who are not Christians? Because I don't know any any pastors out there talking about this. Very few of them. So I have to go to to back up what I say. I have to go to some secular sources. Okay. So Carl Jung, who studied mass psychosis, wrote that the infected individual of society will become morally and spiritually inferior and that they're going to begin to sink unconsciously to an inferior intellectual level. In other words, they become dumbed down. And they so thus when they become dumbed down, they become more unreasonable, irresponsible, emotional, erratic, and unreliable. And they begin uh to commit crimes. The individual alone could never stand or freely commit it by the group that is smitten in madness. Antifa. Black lives matter statues tearing down, wokeness in corporate culture, okay? You're seeing a corporate madness going on. You're seeing a, a mass psychosis. People brought into delusions through this stuff that's being brought in. To get there, these totalitarian psychotic leaders induce fear and anxiety to overstress a population to induce a panic or near panic state so that they control at the point when a population people in the population snap because they can't take it anymore okay and that's called brainwashing it's called in the occult world it's called order out of chaos much of communism marxism gets its doctrines of demons from the devil himself okay i don't have time to to show you all that but it's order out of chaos First, it comes by triggering a flood of negative emotions to produce a psychotic break in the society that leads to a, a mass psychosis so that you have a bunch of crazy people who will keep in line and spy on and, and look at somebody. you are a have not. you, you, you haven't you haven't you haven't got it and, and you can't have anything to do with those who haven't got it yet. So you are the enemy. We need to shun you. That is a psychotic break. Are you witnessing that today? Any of that? Maybe by chance. Maybe you're controlled by it. Oh, have you had it? Well, you haven't had it. I can't have any association with you. Uh, You can't get a job. You can't buy. You can't sell. So, you know, um, you see some mass psychosis happening right now. This all brings about by making the population feel weak and vulnerable, and, and people are driven into a state of panic by threats that are real, imagined, and fabricated. All of the popular psychologists and, and, and people have studied this far greater than mine, and I have, have stated the same thing. These are imagined, fabricated threats. And it becomes so real that people break and they control other people in the population. So the narcissist psychotic people, uh, can, it's like a puppet master and they're, they you know, I work for sex offenders who have, who are psychotic, you know, and pretty much same thing. They just want to control game and exploit and see people and pit people together and they get a real kick out of it. I would say another word, but I, I um, better not (laughs) first the question comes how do you produce a mass psychotic state in a a society how you first isolate individuals in the society and you can do that with a constant drumbeat of data or through a crisis Um, hitler's germany brought forth this uh, and came to power through crisis And so the totalitarians can take over. They bring order out of chaos. They're the ones that step in. And we're going to bring order, just like Hitler did, just like Stalin did, just like Lenin did, just like Cuba leaders did, Castro and the rest. And uh, the murderous racist thug Che. So so many people have Che stickers and these Che uh, uh, pictures on their chest. This guy was a racist. And he did not like the alphabet genders either. So, you need to do a little history lesson on your hero. He ain't all that. So, totalitarianism is the goal. They want total control over your life. So, Arthur uh, Versulius, who a scholar who wrote on totalitarianism, wrote this in the New Inquisitions. Okay. And I quote, uh, totalitarianism is the modern phenomena of total centralization of state power coupled with the obliteration of individual human rights. Totalized state, there are those in power and there are the objectified masses, the victims. So in mass uh, psychosis produces victims. We see examples of this happening today with a crisis that comes up that isolates you. Mm-hmm. it gone. off muzzle off obey a not obey okay crisis you have the haves versus the have-nots you don't you don't have it you're the enemy but we have it we're safe ones oh get away from me we're all gonna die you see anything like that lately how about this On August 13th, USA as well quoted a document from the Justice Department, and it says the Department of Homeland Security issues new terrorism threat alert as 9-11 anniversary approaches. So I went to the Justice Department to verify if their story is accurate. Yes, it is. And near the end of uh, basically anybody who is a Trump supporter, anybody who believes in free speech, anybody who's a free thinker, anybody who has a live and let live uh, uh, philosophy, who likes to reason, who likes to debate, who understands free speech will prove you true or prove you an idiot and let you prove yourself an idiot. Who cares? They let, let you speak. And so forth, etc. You are now insurrectionist. You're on the par with the Taliban, the ISIS, and uh, you are a domestic terrorists. Also, it mentions open border near the end of the article and terrorists coming in. But at the end, it's anyone uh, who identifies as a conservative or a Christian, a free thinker who loves their country. You are now a domestic terrorist, and they're watching for you. So don't be fooled because Biden, um, hands-on Biden likes to be very hands-on with the lady and like to sniff hair and all that stuff. Well, he uh, invited the United Nations uh, in to investigate uh, white supremacy, okay? Now, I want to show you how all this stuff works here. You have General Mark Milley of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the head honcho of the Joint Chiefs of Staff here, discusses the future of the nature of the character of war where Mark Milley discusses the world order and he said, and I quote, the Bretton Woods Agreement in July 1944 after World War II established the international order, the rules and, and, and regimes by which the world runs today. For seven decades the world has had a certain set of rules emphasizing things like free trade international commerce democracy human rights and the liberal world order this is mark milley talking about a liberal world order red flag should go up right now warning you know skyrockets with that phrase should go off and he goes on and says this i quote mark milley in that article where i'm reading from the transcript There are institutions that this world order rests upon, like the United Nations, the World Bank, the World Trade Organization, and many others. One of the significant roles of the United States military for seven decades has been to enforce that world order, to maintain it, and to maintain its stability. What world order? The liberal, progressive world order. Wow, what does that all mean? So I went further into the Council of Foreign Relations, and Council for Relations is an oversight group that was began by Woodrow Wilson, and it came into being around 1921 and codified in 1922 to steer uh, everybody toward a liberal, liberal world order. Uh, I think George Papa Bush said it better, a new world order. A progressive world order. Where the progressive, the, 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 the people that are running the show now will run the show for perpetuity. So CFR website answers what the liberal world order is. And it goes on with articles written from 2014 and 2017. And again, I'll put the links in the description as soon as I get done here. Okay. And it, and it talks about this. It says will the liberal world order survive aka trump and liberalism in t- retreat okay that's a title they wrote they said will the liberal world order survive and liberal and liberalism in retreat in 2017 and it, here's uh, another uh, article and i'm going to quote this the once and future order what comes after hegemonity by michael j mazar who verifies the danger of China and Russia and states its foreign policy. And I quote from the article from the CFR on this. A few foreign policy issues have attracted more attention in recent years than the problems sustaining the U.S.-led liberal international order, the liberal international order. After World War II, the United States sponsored sets of institutions, rules, and norms designed to avoid repeating the mistakes of the 1930s and promote peace, prosperity, and democracy. Stop right there. Interjected. That's the idea of the CFR to uh, promote peace, prosperity, and democracy. The liberal progressive type, not what we call this is a play on words. Cults do this all the time. They use the same words as the Bible, but they have different meanings. And so that's what it is here and so this council of foreign relations was the guiding institution to guide united states policy toward a liberal world order and i quote and i go ahead and finish quoting um michael j mazar here and i quote the resulting system has served as the bedrock of u.s national security strategy ever since and everything from arms control to peacekeeping to trade to human rights Marrying U.S. power and international norms and institutions, has achieved significant results. Washington continues to put maintaining the international order at the center of the United States' global role. Yet the survival of that order, indeed, of any ordering principles at all, now seems in question. To countries such as China and Russia view its operation as unjust, the people around the world are angry about the economic and social price They had to pay for globalization. Stop. That's in quote there. Explain things. Why there was a gender specific alphabet suit flag flown in the embassy and the policies of this liberal order pushing wokeness marxist ideology communism is what it is but a better communism that produces a utopia for all you own nothing and be happy about it They live in a cloud cuckoo land these psychotic narcissists do a liberal globalized world order and the united states was to be the police force to do that hallelujah how do you like that that explains why there was that general alphabet suit flag flying in afghanistan recently how they were pushing the same garbage here in the united states over there okay it happened and so they want to implement liberal ideas of human rights of the profane mixed in with the legitimate human rights to make it sound good to everybody else they want to ha- institute nation building programs that all fail time and time again because no and these people are going they have they have some common sense you're nuts i mean i only know of, of there's bulls and there's cows or heifers and there's roosters and there's hens there's no cross-dressing hen and there's no cross-dressing roosters there's only only male and female chickens only male and female cows okay and you're telling me, what? And now the Taliban took over. Next, the CFR, it describes what happens when Trump came into office. And it says, global Trumpism, November 2016. And Trump and the world order, March 2007. And we had Mark Milley in some of these articles. And you hear him quote it, but you also have some other people quoted as well. I won't get into all the details. It's too much here. Recently, I'll give you an illustration because I want to get back to Mark Milley here. Mark Milley said to Congress recently that insurrections stained the sacred halls of Congress despite the fact that four hours after the January 6th event, Congress was back in session in the sacred halls. Compare this with the current Taliban insurrection and takeover. Is the Afghan government back in session after four hours? And the answer is a resounding no. Therefore, there was no insurrection on January 6th. And so Newsmax, on article, August 20th, 2021, says says this, there's the headline. FBI, repeat after me, FBI finds little evidence of coordination and capital attack. And the article goes on and the report reads, they actually found none. The only coordinated attack was a few hotheads got together but there is no coordinated effort. In other words, if there's no coordinated effort, there is no insurrection. And they did meet four hours later in the halls of Congress while in Afghanistan. The government fled. So this was no insurrection. Basically, we just, the, the FBI, I don't know how they did it. I, I mean, it blew my mind because I thought the FBI was controlled by these people. But at least they had the honesty, decency to say there was no coordination, which means there was no insurrection. We're not domestic terrorists. Hallelujah. However, the House of Representatives and Nancy Pelosi and the gang and a few whacked out Republicans that hate Trump are still trying to meet, prove that there was despite the FBI report. How do you like that? So this is examples of them implanting disinformation into a situation Trying to cascade and and mark in people's mind and anybody who's conservative or christian is is an enemy, a conspiracy theory, a whacked out nut job, you have to avoid them, and we got to exterminate them and they produce a mass psychosis in people to believe that to enforce that. so if you have any of these views, you got to you can't say anything. so now you have the censors censoring you. that suspicious they're censoring you and you have news media calling you just misinformation while they are just dispensing the misinformation so you have isolations you have what is known as lockdowns you have a push to implement something that you cannot uh, cite any scientific research uh, no peer review for you have to push this thing so you become a have so you pick the haves versus the ones who don't okay all this is done to create a psychotic break to pit people against each other and hate one another just what jesus said will happen in the in 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 the days we're seeing this not in just one country but worldwide so how do totalitarians do this they use waves of crisis and we have actually seen this already and so you have a wave of crisis. And you have this, oh, this crisis came in, medical crisis, we're all going to die. And then they got a, a solution for it. And then it slowly weighs down you come to a period of calm. Joe Biden says you can enjoy hot dogs come the 4th of July. So right around July, things start opening up again. Now there's a new crisis, but it stepped up a notch. Instead of, down, instead, of, I don't know, instead of down here, the wave goes up a little bit farther. So we're on this new wave from July, new crisis we're all going to die. insurrectionists oh, 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 uh, 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 you have not I can't have anything to do with you. we're all going to die ah. Oh, oh, oh. I can't buy sell or eat. show me your papers <gasps> crisis then it's going to come to a calm, and then there's going to go another, it's going to go higher, and they keep doing this until a society snaps and they become obedient little serfs, typical brainwashing uh. That's been perfected in totalitarian states since probably the fall in the garden when the devil took over the world. It's been brainwashing everybody ever since. So, totalitarian mass psychosis has been introduced many times throughout history. As Jus Merlot, that famous Dutch physician, scholar, brilliant person that he is, who explored totalitarianism in his work, Rape of the Mind, has said this totalitarianism is simply a question of reorganizing and manipulating collective feelings in the proper way for the totalitarians. Okay. A method which the ruling elite can accomplish this end is called menticide. And Merleau explains what menticide is. Menticide means killing of the mind, killing of your thoughts, killing of your individuality, uh, killing of all reason, killing of free speech, killing of the mind. Okay. And, And Merleau writes, menticide is as, is an old crime against human mind and spirit, but systemized anew. It is an organized system of psychological intervention and judicial perversion through which a ruling class can imprint their own opportunistic thoughts upon the minds of those they plan to use and destroy. I wrote that in the book, Rape of the Mind. All this is done to prime the population into menticide. Killing your thoughts of dissent, uh, you'll be obedient serfs you can't reason anymore you can't debate this oh they're censoring me i'm afraid oh, 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 oh. we're all gonna die there's a oh there's this there's this medical emergency we're all gonna die and I, I don't want to get uh, uh, even though it's 98.9 blah, blah, uh it's survivable and blah 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 and you you don't have it uh, show me your papers you want to come in this establishment show me your papers Do you see any menticide going on? It places the population into a state of panic that primes them for descent into delusionary psychosis. That's all I got to say. It is a very effective technique used in these waves of terror and crisis over and over again until you snap. And so they do it by sowing fear, staggered with places of calm, and then they... Manufacture another event now. We had just read you one in the United States about uh, we're gonna have a 9 11 event again, get prepared for it. Well, let's see, you have an open border, people rushing in who are spreading diseases worldwide now, going into the country. Wow, smart, open the borders, let all yeah, yeah, don't even worry about them, just ship them off the uh, Republican states uh, and increase the uh. This disease, make people fear more. Yeah, really smart. Let's just keep instoking stoking the fear. Let's talk about insurrection. Let's talk about terrorist attacks now. Now the Taliban have all these weapons of the United States. They can, yeah, Chinese are making friends with them. I'm sure they'll fly a few over and they can just walk in here and bring rocket launchers and tanks across the border. Who cares? Because we don't have a border anymore. And so they're going to keep stoking fear with periods of calm. It's followed by even more fearful events. So you have intense uh, spells of fear, and this process goes on and on. And Juice Merlot writes this, each wave of terrorizing creates its effect more easily after a breathing spell than the one preceded it because the people are still disturbed by their previous experience. Morality becomes lower and lower, and the psychological effects of each new propaganda c- campaign become stronger. It reaches a public that's already softened up by a constant barrage of the stuff. Are you happening to see that? Do you feel defeated? You feel like you want to give up? What they do, these totalitarians, you use propaganda and promote misinformation by saying truth is misinformation. So you need to believe their misinformation. So this creates confusion in your mind, Uh, it can produces threats inside of the mind of a population, and it breaks down the mind of the masses to become dumbed down. Uh, So government officials, uh, their uh, fake news media can use all these misinformation, contradictory reports, nonsensical information, a babbling boob as a president and the world leader, they can spread more lies, more confusion and, and it's order out of chaos, and what they want to do is they're going to come in as the savior and with the answer after they pretty much burn down the system so they want to confuse the population make them incapable of coping with the crisis because all the data is thrown at you, and then they diminish your fear with, and then they increase it so you finally snap and you adapt to. I need a savior i need them so they produce lots of confusion and you end up uh, a descent as uh, some psychologists have said you descend into totalitarianism the elites who want to control you and you submit this is seen in narcissistic homes narcissistic parents narcissistic spouses narcissistic uh, people in your workplace have you ever worked with a narcissist can you try to live with one? You can't. It's insane. You, and, and they beat you down, push and pull you away. This is describing as a push and pull of narcissists. They push you away, threaten you. Then they pull you back when you submit. And they, it's just this constant wave of terror and, and, and niceness. And then finally you snap and you just submit. And you are always a victim, right, for abuse. And you can't even think straight that I can get out. As, I was meant for this. I was meant to be a doormat. Oh, government, I was a doormat. Take all my possessions. So er You can own everything. I'm going to be happy. Yeah. So that's what it's all about. That's a mass psychosis. That's what it wants. Juice Merlot explains, Logic can be met with logic, while illogic cannot. It confuses those who think straight. The big lie, monotonously repeated nonsense have more emotional appeal than logic and reason. So he explains how this happens, too. Here, here are some Republicans, and they don't want this stuff. They're approaching illogic and insanity with logic. And we we will present logical arguments. And you ever notice the Democrats are so illogical? It doesn't matter the truth. It doesn't matter anything. Uh, how, do you, how can you com- combat totalitarian insanity with logic? You can't. So i want to share with you how because jesus explained how as well as some secular psychologists and secular people who came out of communist countries explained how too it explains what the early church did the second century church did and the third century church did the early church did this i'll explain in a minute then we're going to go into this a little bit more so well everybody has smartphones right they're actually smarter than you and so all you're doing is looking at this screen so What you do is you get a mass amount of data through social media. You're always on it, and um, it it, it brings you into a dull mind, dumbed-down state to accept uh, their totalitarian rule that they will come and save you, and they use that propaganda through algorithms to silence people, to silence dissent, silence those who speak up. They want to silence because they know they can't win in logical debate. So they have to be totally illogical about it and say that we are saving you. We're doing this for the social good. Look out for your neighbor. We're doing it for good. We're doing it for you. We have to, you know, because you, you know, you can be hurt by misinformation. So there's no debate. How do I know the information they're giving is not, is is right? Can I trust somebody, Bill Gates, who's not a medical professional? Can I trust somebody like uh, Zuckerberg and and social media types? Are they the experts on everything? Really? Are you that smart? There's nobody that smart in the world. Are you gods? Are you think you're a god or something dictating to me what I'm to think? And I can't debate you? That is a warning flag. That is danger. It's like the old uh, series, you know, (laughs) Lost in Space, the robot, danger, danger, young Will Robinson, danger, 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 where's the danger? And so this kindly old gentleman appears and they silence the robot and Will Robinson gets into trouble and then they all come and save him at the end. this time in totalitarian state, state, uh, you don't have anybody coming to rescue you they control you with algorithms they control you they are oppressing or repressing free speech repressing your rights because totalitarians do not want free speech the free flow of ideas even if they're whacked out ones you know they don't believe in truth only their truth matters true narcissistic psychotic psychopaths only their truth matters your truth doesn't and so they get everybody hooked on Uh, smartphones, computers, attaining data, so forth, etc. And that also flips the country into totalitarianism, too. And plus, you have no time to take time off and to rest and reflect upon it. So the secret of the early church, the secret that Jesus laid out, how to beat the world system, you got to take time and take away and go into a quiet place and watch the birds sing, sit out and go fishing or something, you know, go go out and play play a game of softball, um, take a hike in the mountains, uh, turn off your stupid phone, uh, fast from social media, who cares the news, just stop watching it for a while and start cracking jokes, start t- telling Joe Biden jokes, Nancy Pelosi jokes, start making fun of these people. It all helps, it helps, trust me, it helps. Well, Jesus never did that. Well, <laughs> yeah, he did. He exposed the Pharisees and scribes and he made fun of them openly. The Pharisees and scribes say to do this. And he was actually making fun of them, He's using humor, using truth and humor to do that. So that's what you got to do. Take some time. Okay? What the totalitarians want to do is to... Slaughter all social interactions with other people. They want to separate you from friends and co-workers individuals, uh, so you are more susceptible to their ideas. So you feel isolated. So you come in. So the group that you join in would be one that burns down the system. So you join in wokeness. You join in this stuff, and thinking yeah, if I do this, I get I get a Scooby Snack from the totalitarians, and I'm in, and I'm accepted. I, my mind can rest finally. So you become menticide. Your free thinking is destroyed. So any type of uh, positive examples that you had in your life, you will throw away. And you, know, you can be brainwashed to throw away and destroy all goodness. You'll view goodness as evil that needs to be destroyed and evil as the greatest good. And you'll, you'll call an apple a banana. You know, uh, you, 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 you flip your mind into a state you never thought possible you didn't think a year ago i guarantee you i know people right now who no longer think like they did a year and a half ago two years ago they're totally different you know people like that that's what isolation does and that's what social media does keeps you isolated you don't interact with other people and medical doctor juice merlot writes whether gradually or suddenly Reason and common human decency are no longer possible in such a system. There's only a pervasive atmosphere of terror and projection of the enemy imagined to be in our minds. Thus, society will turn against itself, urged on by the ruling authorities. That's what it's for. The ruling authorities can't keep people in line, so they keep in line people, uh, so they get people in fear to use the society itself. So you don't know if your neighbor's spying on you. Your cell phone's spying on you. It can turn you into a paranoid, schizophrenic mindset. There's no other way to say it. And you're just living in constant fear. That's a totalitarian. Do you want to live in that society? Well, the liberal world order wants you to. And they want the United States to be the military arm for that. Isn't that nice? So it's a society that's been totally warped becomes a Judas generation. So how did the early church defeat defeat that. Well, a former political dissident, when Czechoslovakia was under communist control, he, after the communism fell, he became president of Czechoslovakia. His name is, uh, if I can pronounce his name right, Vaclav Havel. And he said this, he said they overcame this by what is known as Velvet Revolution. It was a non-violent revolution against communism that he orchestrated in there. He was a political prisoner and stuff. He stood up to him. How did he do it? He said he set up a parallel structure. A parallel structure is any form of business, institution, technology, or creative pursuit that exists physically within a totalitarian society. Yet it's morally outside of it. It's a society within a society. It is an oasis of sanity, is what he did. A friend of mine, and his wife escaped communist Poland. He's part of, Le- of Linza's movement. He was part of a uh, Catholic organization. They met in secret and they had picnics in the wilderness. They sang songs and praised God and they organized writing stuff and jokes and humor and distributed them in different places and, uh, and mocking the authorities. He had to flee the country before he got caught okay to saying or they would kill him but this is what a, a parallel structure is the devil's is known as the ruler of this world the church came in to set up a parallel structure against the devil's kingdom an oasis from all the insanity of the world where they want to push and pull and control you that's what the devil does that's what the totalitarians do this is what the new world order wants i mean the liberal world order wants for you to control everything you do so christian church comes in and becomes an alternative society within society you do good to one another and you love one another and you debate you reason together you might squabble a little bit but you don't throw each other under the bus a lot of repentance going on needs to happen in the church if you hear me right and so this parallel structure comes up and it brought down ancient rome that parallel structure brought down communism do some research what ronald reagan and religious institutions did to communism it collapsed parallel structure so people can go there and go i'm living in a realm of insanity i can't find any hope but why do you give me a cup of water why why, why didn't you feed me what who are you There's nobody out there doing this in the state, you know? And so this is why uh, communism and totalitarians and the devil hates the church so much, because it defeats them. These are more effective, these structures, that parallel structure inside of a totalitarian state is more effective in combating the totalitarian psychopaths than political action can ever be. And and the idea is to create many parallel structures, so many of them inside of a communist country. You create a second culture, a parallel society. And these will spontaneously form like the the church did. The church just sprang up and they, you know, back in the ancient days, stuff, mercy and goodness or grace had strings attached to it in Christianity there are no strings attached to God's grace his mercy no strings and people were baffled by that you're kind to me what's the angle what's the angle how much money do you want what's the angle you say you love me what what are you trying to get out of me some of you came from households and families like that what do you, you say say you love me what are you trying to get from me what do you that's that's totalitarianism and as i actually saw people who were decent and good and they got converted to christ (laughs) and the church exploded they brought down totalitarian rome they brought down communist regime the ussr the communist chinese party is trying to silence the church in china because it's a parallel structure that proves they ain't all that loving nor are they kind because they're seeking to kill all that is decent and good are you willing to give up your life to prove that That's the mindset Jesus had. That's what he's saying to people coming to the point of the tribulation period when you're leading up to it. Don't fear what people can do to you. Fear who has control over your destiny of heaven or hell. That's whom you need to fear. If you you respect the Lord and he saved you, you're going to heaven. What can they do to you? You're here to prove these people are insane. When they smite you, when they beat you, when they come at you, at least they're gonna people are around you are gonna say, why are they dragging that guy off? He helped me. He was a good person. What did he have that I didn't? It's totally opposite of what people think about evangelism, isn't it? So that's what the church versus communism, this is what the church versus the devil's world system, this is how you defeat that, okay? Mr. Havell explains in his book, Power of the Powerless, about parallel structure. He says, parallel structures are an area where a different life can be lived. A life that is in harmony with its own aims, which in turn structures itself in harmony. So basically, it's more of an idea of loving another, setting standards and boundaries, showing grace and mercy, living by truth, uh, making fun of the political system confronting evil, not backing down, even if they kill you and drag you off, at least you have a, you're have you going to go to heaven. So how did the early church defeat that? So Jesus says in Luke chapter 21, 19, by your patience, possess your soul. What does that mean? Here's what these words mean out of the Greek. By your patience. Patience means bear up, endure, so as not to surrender to the pressure to live in a state of fear, constant cycles of fear. Possess means you gain a strong endurance for your souls. So by your patience, you let the Lord give you the moxie in order to make a stand and to overcome a totalitarian state. The question is, how do I do that? I feel like I'm ready to lose my mind. I'm beginning to get hopeless. Again, you achieve this by Bible reading and praying as you read your Bible. And I go back to the book of Psalms, okay? Psalms 119 has 176 verses divided divided into 22 subheadings. These subheadings are the Hebrew alphabet. And Hebrew alphabet has numbers attached to them. They have a pictograph meaning and a number meaning. You can look this up online. It's the O-T-O-I-T, the O-T-O. And and you can see just a graph of the picture graph and the numeric number of each letter. And you blend the numeric meaning with the picture graph meaning. And why you do that? Because uh, it it explains things to you. It helps you get through stuff. And so, so how do you achieve this? Well, look at what Psalms 119 verses 97 through verse 104 is. Why do I pick that one out? Because... Uh, psalms 119 verse 97 the sub heading of that is the hebrew letter mem it's the it's the it's the it's the letter mem it's also the number 40 in hebrew and the number 40 has a um, pictograph meaning as well as a numeric meaning the pictograph is of water it means waters of chaos are, are waters that satisfied waters that destroy, life-giving water, poisoned water. This depends on how the context's in. It, it means trials and testings in the numeric thing. So trials that come by and f- get you through chaotic times so you can possess your soul, so you can endure and gain strength and power. And this explains how that does. And again, to understand it, you need to know the key word meanings. And I'm going to modernize the key word meanings for each of these verses and let the Holy Spirit speak to you so you know how to endure to the end. Psalms 119, sort of ask a question. Okay, Lord, we are living in chaotic times. We're living in this terrorized and this cancel culture. How do I get through this? How can I set up a parallel structure amidst this chaos? How can I endure till the end? How, how do I do this? He tells you, pretty straightforward right here. Look at verse 97. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Wow. You mean I got to love the law of God? Isn't restricted? No. Jesus said, you shall love the Lord thy God with all thy strength, soul, and might. Love your neighbor as yourself. On these, uh, fulfill all the law and the prophets. Okay? Pretty simple. Teach me how to love you with all my strength, heart, and, and mind. How to love my neighbors as myself. So I can set up these alternative structures, these parallel structures in this crazy time. This is my meditation. This is what I'm pondering on all the day. You ever thought of that, folks? Verse 98. Through your commandments. and people freak out. Oh, the commandments. Oh, we have 613 laws. I can't. Oh. No, no, no. It's talking about the 10 commandments teach you how to live responsible before God and each other. That's what the commandments are. And when you're living responsible, yeah, God has great grace to teach you when you screw up and miss it and you get right back on track with the Lord. But the commandments teach you responsibility, how to live right between one another. So through your commandments, living how to live right and responsible before other people in God, make me wiser than my enemies. For my enemies are ever with me. My oppressors are always there. They want to cancel me. They want to call me names. They want to silence me. They want to push me down. They want don't, don't speak. But when I live right before you, that makes me wiser than these enemies. Why? Because I'm learning how to meditate on your law, how to live, love you. And this defeats my enemies. I'm creating a parallel structure verse 99 of psalms 119 new king james i have more understanding and understanding is discretion wise intelligence and judgment that's what understanding is i have more understanding discretion wise intelligent judgment than might all my teachers for your testimonies and the testimonies in this case in modernized terms means how you deal with things according to God's character traits. You're looking at God's character traits and how He does things. You testify who God is. Okay, so I look at your test of, testimonies of how God is. His character traits are my meditation, and that word meditation is your focus, your pondering, your seeking after how to better understand God. So this goes right into the context of I'm looking at your testimonies that deal with your character traits. I am seeking all these things to better understand you, so I can love you better. In this way, I defeat my enemies. That's what it's saying. Verse 100. I understand. I use discretion and wise, intelligent judgment. That's what understand means. I understand. I will use wise, intelligent judgment and discretion. Though these are the enemies of totalitarianism. This is enemies of the god of this world the devil and i use discretion and wise intelligent judgment more than the ancients because i keep your precepts what are precepts modernize it in a language you can understand a precept means general rules that guides our behavior and thoughts the bible tells you how through the washing of the water of the word in romans i think it was a chapter i can't remember chapter 12 i think I I keep your precepts. I guard. I protect them. I put them close to me. I live by these. I want these general rules to guide my behavior and thoughts so I don't screw up and fall for the junk that's coming about by my enemies. Verse 101. I have restrained my feet from every evil way that I may keep your word. So this is a repentant life. This means you're going to ask God to empower you to restrain you from going in the ways of evil, the ways of cancel culture, the ways that the world wants you. If you see something on TV that's not nice, you block it. You know, I'm getting all the stuff I go up on YouTube, and all of a sudden they have this TikTok advertisement, the Communist Party TikTok app uh, appearing, and I'm going, I'm hitting it. I'm saying, not interested. Why are not? In, it's inappropriate content. Why? Because you have two girls dancing around in bikinis. I ain't watching that. Taking it off. Sorry. I restrain my feet from every evil way. The only way I can do any of this is through the power of God. I make a stamp. Don't show me this crap anymore, Facebook. Don't show me this crap anymore, YouTube. I don't want to see it. It's inappropriate. It's nonsense. It shows no respect for women at all. It treats them as objects. You may think it's cute to prance around in your bikini. That's no respect for women. Hallelujah. Damn crickets. Why do you want to feed masturbating lust? Okay, there I said it. That can go into a fantasy realm and it can cause somebody to act out on a very gross thing and be thrown in jail for it. So I restrain my feet from every evil way that I may keep your word. No, I guard and protect your word in my heart, your promises. I want to attain what you promised to me out of the Bible. So I need to restrain my feet from every evil way. Help me, Lord, do that and make a stand against it. And you create a parallel structure. You show respect toward the ladies when you do that. And if you're a woman and all of a sudden you're getting the TikTok thing of Johnny Biceps and and Chesty Chester and Skimpy. Tight-fitting, uh, <laughs> leopards-kin something. I don't know. Same thing. No respect toward men either. De- degregation to the. Can you restrain your feet from evil? Only by God's help can you do that. This is a parallel structure, folks. Verse 102. I have not departed from your judgments. What a judgment the word judgments means? is how God judges rightly and fairly and how he deliberates and comes up and reaches a verdict how i not depart i have to look at his judgments why did you show grace toward nineveh nineveh deserved to be wiped out and jonah in the last chapter of jonah there says i knew that you would forgive them that's why i didn't want to go i need to understand that lord i need to know why you want to keep showing grace to people who want to kill us who want to silence us (gasps) i got it i understand I proved them that they're not all loving and kind and their tolerance is actually hate. That their love is actually murder. And their idea of protecting society, doing it for your neighbor and doing it for other people, is for their absolute power and control and negation and destruction of all that is decent and good. And if they persecute me and strike me down, I disprove them. And you do that on the cross, leading up to the cross. They mocked you, scoffed you, and put it to death, an innocent man who did good and healed people. What did you do, Jesus? You said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. If that was me, I'd say fry them. But you said, teach me your judgments, how you deliberated to reach that verdict, to offer that forgiveness, and why. Help me to do that, too. <laughs> A parallel structure, folks. Verse 103. How sweet are your words. And again, words are your spoken words out of the Bible, the direction he gives you, how he speaks to your heart, his promises that are found in the Bible. Okay. Can even refer to Jesus himself as the word. How sweet are your words to my taste, We do than honey to my mouth, because I start gaining insight and understanding. Look at verse 104. The last verse here will end here. Through your precepts, your instructions, your general rules that guides my behavior and thoughts as a precept, I get understanding, I get discretion, I get wise, intelligent judgments. Therefore, I hate every false way. In order how to survive chaos and the coming that that number forty means that letter of water meaning the chaotic waters, you have to hate every false way. Okay you got to stay true to the Lord, understand Him, seek after Him, how I described here. And you restrain your feet from going toward evil. You know that people hate you, and you overcome them by goodness. And if they come against you, you die. You get to go to heaven. And they roast in hell if they don't repent. What a deal. We're coming to a point, folks, of world domination. It's a time, just like Jesus said about the end times, by patience, bear up, endure, so as not to surrender to the pressures and the fear. Possess your souls, Gain strong endurance for your soul. Gain redemption from the evil being trying to force upon you so through mass psychosis you don't turn into a murderous thug taking other people's rights away from them and censoring them. You're not going to give in to that stuff you laugh at it you you know don't you think the church has a lot of work it needs to do but in the end times the judas generation infiltrates the church so with that i'm going to conclude with this introduction to the judas generation so with that censorship is real and if we are cut off i'm going to ask you to please go to the daily renegade 2.0 website and become a member today And if you like this video and what I'm doing here, I'd like you to share this video, ring that bell, and please consider supporting what I do here by looking at your screen for my contact and support information and just help me out. With that, I want to ask you to be blessed in Jesus' name, stay strong, and overcome in Jesus. So with that, you all take the war to the enemy in Jesus' name, amen.